The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, where the only adult in the room just graduated from college. It is the Greg Pogue, John Burton Show, presented by Omni National Hotel. That's where we're going to be. We're going to be in Kitchen Notes this coming Friday in conjunction with the SEC Tournament, Bill King's Show, and our show, Kitchen Notes, uh, down at the uh, Omni Nashville Hotel. SEC tournament starts tomorrow night. Postseason tournaments all over the place. Uh, a lot of them uh, got started last week. Most of them this week, obviously, including Conference USA. Brad Powers with us. Brad Powers 7 on Twitter. BradPowersSports.com. The Bill King link at the top right of the page. Of course, he's on with Bill every Friday morning during the 8 o'clock hour. Brad, good morning. How you doing, man? What's up, Brad? Excellent. How are you guys? Good. Good. Fun I- time of year, isn't it? Yeah, it's a great time of year. Uh, I mean, if you want to bet college hoops, believe it or not, this is a better week to do it uh, compared to, you know, next week. Next week gets all the hoopla and hype, but uh, uh, the real value, uh, uh, I'm not saying it's guaranteed winning, but uh, uh, if you want to find a lot of positive EV bets, this is the week. Is it just because there's there's so many of them and you got the – you know, the eights playing the fours or whatever, but every conference, you know, allows almost all or most of their teams in these tournaments where the lines next week get tighter because there's less games? Uh, well, it's a combination. Of, of, first off, simplest answer is uh, there's just more games. I, I mean, I mean when, when you get to Thursday and Friday this week, you're going to have as many games as there are in the entire NCAA tournament on a single day. So, that's for starters. Also, unique handicaps. I mean, when, whenever you get teams playing, you know, three games in three days or four games in four days, you can get some unique handicaps. I mean, they're playing back-to-back-to-back. I mean, short benches, teams off overtime games. You know, the, the whole, you know, the, the thing, it's tough to beat a team three times in, in one year. Uh, you know, the, that kind of myth that you can maybe take advantage of that. Typically, as games progress throughout a conference tournament, the games get lower scoring. You can take advantage of playing some unders there. You get unique shooting backdrops, Ford Center at the star for the Conference USA uh, tournament. I mean, my, the, the best advice I could give you on this spot uh, is when that, the, you know, the three games for tomorrow open up, but just bet the unders. You'll probably have three, four points of, of value there just because uh, the, the, the lines makers you tend to forget about that the unique sh- uh, shooting backdrop. Brad, when you look at uh, the SEC tournament, it's going to be here in Nashville this weekend. You know, I'm looking at a team like Kentucky that came on late. I'm looking at a team like Vanderbilt that's been red hot since they got blown out in Alabama. When you talk strictly to make a run and or maybe win this tournament, how much value would you put on either one of those teams? Uh, yeah, obviously both are playing, uh, you know, their best basketball of the season. I mean, they're going to, you know, if they continue that, I mean, we'll likely get a matchup on Friday between the two. Kentucky would have revenge. Uh, probably would prefer Kentucky. I, I guess the question I get asked a lot this time of year, not only for conference tournaments, but um, the NCAA tournament, people are going to want to bet futures. Uh, and the reality is you'd be best served to do what we call in the industry a mechanical parlay, where if you really like Kentucky – or if you, you, know, you, you want to take a flyer with Vanderbilt, instead of betting them, you know, 25, 30 to 1 or whatever that it may be as far as that team winning their conference tournament the NCAA tournament, just take them to win every game and roll over your winnings over to each game. And the mm-hmm. beauty of that is uh, technically if they were to win it, you'd usually end up with a bigger payout. And then also you can take your money out. I mean, you can stop betting that team uh, if you don't like the particular matchup in a certain round. So 
Uh, again, uh, it's not uh, what everyone wants to hear because everyone wants to bet a little to win a lot. But again, uh, I know it's a little bit nuanced. But again, uh, you know, mechanical parlay is the way to go. I mean, I I know I know it sounds like a broken record with me. Mechanical parlays. I've never heard that. That's, I like that term. Yeah, and the thing is, and I'm looking on your uh, March second uh, tweet here. Stop betting parlays, uh, John. Well, yeah, <laughs> no, that was that was directed towards you. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, was this for me or John or both of us? I don't. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody. If we, just go to Brad Power Seven. I'm not going to say it on the. I guess I've said that word on the. You said it a couple I, times said, on the air. I've said ass on the road, but I don't. But they stop betting parlays, right? This is uh, in, in your tweet of all active FanDuel betters, 86% placed a parlay in 2022. So 86% of them, uh, which is nuts. I'd have bet maybe half. And the company's online hold was uh, a remarkable 10.6% for the fiscal year. Explain what you mean by the hold and the 10% and why that's significant because I, I love the tweet. Okay, uh, I mean, a hold percentage is basically, you know, the, the hold on a game are basically, I, I don't want to say profits, but, I mean, bare bo- bones is basically the profit for the books. I mean, of all the bets, you know, that have gone on for that particular event, that game or whatever, uh, their hold percentage is, of all the bets, that's what they kept, well, was 10.6%. Typical hold here in a mature market in the state of Nevada is right around 5%. And that's typically if you're laying minus 110 on a game, you get you know the relatively equal action uh, on both sides. You know that's what their hold percentage is going to be on a particular game, five uh, percent. The fact that FanDuel for an entire company, their hold percentage is double that, 10 percent, says that a lot of people are making a lot of bad bets. Uh, what what is the bad bets they're making? Most likely parlays, same game parlays. When I say stop betting parlays, that's what I mean, same game parlays. Or just generally speaking, oh, I like three games today. Let's parlay them. Uh, <laughs> that, that's what people are doing. I mean, I, I just told you mechanical parlay. Uh, I mean, uh, certainly I, I do parlays. I do correlated parlays. You know, if I think there's uh, advantageous uh, on a certain factor that's not getting properly priced in, I'll correlate it. I, I'll play. It's old school here in Vegas, but I'll do parlay cards. So if you want to do parlays, yeah, certainly there's exceptions to the rules. But, uh, you know, those would be the exceptions, not these you know, horribly priced same game parlays. So uh, I guess what, what it gets down to is a lot of the people that are new in the market are making a lot of dumb bets. And uh, there's a lot of promotion going around that and people are buying it up and they're loving it. And another thing that I get is, man, I, you listen to everybody on Twitter, everybody wins. And the reality is everyone's losing two times, three times, four <laughs> times more than the people that have been doing it 30 years. Brad, you said parlay cards. Let me ask you this, though. On parlay cards, because I've seen them, uh, and and they have to be printed on, what, Monday to get them distributed. So you're using Monday's uh, lines, and you don't have to fill the card out until Friday or even Saturday morning, Friday night. Can you go through there and cherry-pick the ones that move significantly for a parlay? Uh, Well, there's been some – because people have really taken advantage of it. They're no longer printed on Mondays or Tuesdays. It's actually later in the week now. Now, okay. in fact, some are printing on Thursdays now, as late as that. Uh, if a game like, say, like uh, Patrick Mahomes is out and the line moves seven points, they usually take it off the parlay card if something moves. Now, they won't take it off. Like, say, it's a key number. And, again, this is more for the NFL than anything. Like, say it moves, you know, 
off a key number of like three or seven. So if you want to parlay the dog, it's seven and a half on the parlay card. But you know the line, the worldwide line is six and a half or seven. Obviously, that that's still going to be on that parlay card. So yeah, certainly if you can find a couple of them a week, parlay them, uh, and uh, that, that's what the professionals still do. Brad Powers with us. Brad Powers seven uh, on Twitter. BradPowerSports.com. Bill King link at the top right of the page. He's on with Bill every Friday morning, eight o'clock hour. Let me ask you this: the what the win total? Let's just take Georgia last year. What was the uh, win total going over under on that going in? Was it ten and a half, eleven, something yeah, like? Okay. Ten, yeah, ten and a half. All yep, right, just yep. say you, you fit, all right, ten games, eleven games. All right, th- that's probably th- what they're going to win. Okay, just say eleven and one. Why would you not bet the money line on them every game if you know they're going to go eleven and one? Uh, it's a good question. Uh, because a lot of times you can't bet the money line in a game when they're a thirty-five point favorite. Most books aren't going to even offer it. Uh, okay. A lot of people don't want to bet forty bucks to win a buck. <laughs> I mean, cause <laughs> sometimes that's what uh, you know. A lot of their lines are going to be priced at. Now, in some instances, it's going to be ten dollars and win a dollar type of thing. I get it, but uh, uh, it's just uh, it's not always optimal because you just can't. It's not widely available as far as their money line. But I mean, they play an FCS team. They play UAB. I think they play a MAC team this year. Uh, I no, it just it doesn't always work that way um, when when it comes to college football. Believe it or not, I mean, when I said George is a significant favorite for this year, their season win total right now, FanDuel has got them up. Kudos for them for putting stuff up so early. Eleven and a half for Georgia. That's as high as I've ever you know as I'm, I've ever seen as far as a season win total. Hmm. Well, Calvin Ridley is out of uh, NFL jail after that one-year ban for uh, for uh, you know making making some bets. I don't know, man. I you know, as much as these leagues are now in in bed with these betting companies, Brad, to have a player get suspended for a year for making a couple of bets, I don't I don't think we ever asked you where did you come out on that whole Calvin Ridley deal a year ago. Well, I, I get both sides to it. I, I get the NFL side because. You know, one thing you want to project is, you know, if people don't think everything's on the up and up, there's already conspiracy theories, all the script, you know, joking and the script leaked and all that stuff. I mean, if that goes away and people don't think that the sport's on the up and up, man, that can really hurt the, the credibility of the league, TV ratings a lot. It's going to hurt profits. I don't care if you're gambling or, or whatnot. I mean, it would just hurt the league world, uh, you know, just wi- widely hurt the league no matter what. On that, With that being said, I mean – I don't know. The punishment, I mean, was more severe than you know the guys that are repeat uh, offenders beating women. So I, uh, on that, on that instance, I, I, I thought it was a little harsh. Brad, uh, Ohio opens up one point one billion in the first month, and we talked about the hold twenty percent hold for the books. Four times, according to your tw- – uh, and, and I love this. No surprise, sports betting in Ohio is massive, and there are plenty of dumbos. Uh, <laughs> uh, $1.1 billion in one month. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the opening month. $1.1 yeah. $1. $1 in the opening month. And the, the main attraction well, wasn't featured, that being the Ohio State Buckeye football team. Uh, played – you know, they, they opened on January 1st. The Buckeyes played their playoff game uh, on New Year's Eve. So – and that just goes to show you that there was an appetite in that state for betting, to say the least. So the fact that they're number two right out of the gates, I mean, they had a higher handle than New Jersey, higher handle than here in Vegas. I mean, tells you that, uh, you know, I don't think people realized how big of a market that was going to be. But uh, there they are, and 
Um, I don't know how big of a market it'll continue for, for <laughs> people if they continue to lose 20%. I mean, I don't know if we'll see $1.1 billion, but, uh, you know, books made out, to say the least. People, it's what the, for, in, in this market for a long time, Brad, 20, 25 years uh, on the radio, I have said, what are we doing with gambling being illegal and the money that that generates is being used for other illegal things that are far more worse than than gambling and and, and we're finally have come out of that prohibition of ignorance <laughs> the fact that it took five years for that state i mean the billions of dollars billions with a b that, that were left on the table and i'm not talking about the the, the, the handle i'm talking about the profits the, the holds or the taxes for for the state I can't believe it took five years. I I wouldn't reelect those people. That's just <laughs> Wait, move. You can move back there and run for office, Brad. There well, you Senator go. Senator Sherrod Brown came on a station in Cleveland and said that uh, our legislature is corrupt. That's why we don't have legalized gambling in the state. So, I, I guess I got well, some. There's cleaned corruption up. on many levels. Just you know, the, the gambling being one. Of right. Many. Yeah, although the the legal they they didn't want it legalized, right? Yeah. I mean, they the 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 bad people. You know, one for me, for decades, mm-hmm. and then use that yep. money for prostitution, uh, for drugs, other things that that were far. You know, nah, it just didn't make any sense to me. And now I think we're we're seeing the if there is a benefit, you you know, it's like alcohol. You 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 could drink too much of it, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. So that's why you have. Uh, hopefully the right safeguards in place. Brad, uh, tell the people how to get in touch with you, what you're doing, how you're doing it, when you're doing it, <laughs> and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, first off, BradBowerSports.com. Did tell the page, click on the building tab. Uh, you know, if you're interested in some football, uh, I mean, I, I am doing uh, a couple of things there. Basketball, obviously, at the forefront now. It's daily uh, with not only the conference tournaments, but also the NBA playoffs coming up next month. But uh, if you're inter- interested in any of that, Go to bradpowersports.com, Bill King tab, top of the page. And, again, best bet on the show is when these lines open up for Conference USA, I'm talking the UTEP, West Kentucky game, Louisiana Tech, FIU, UTSA, Rice, bet the under. You will have positive EV bets. All right. Middle is in there as well, MTSU, so uh, on Thursday. Yep. All right. Hey, thank you, Brad. Appreciate you, man. All right, take care, guys. All right, Brad Powers. Oh, that so he just load up on the under. And I know what he's talking about. Of course, Conference USA down there is in a.